Litcentric Radio is sponsored by Book Taco, an online program for managing independent reading in grades K-8. Book Taco is an affordable alternative to Accelerated Reader with an engaging, inclusive environment for the diverse students you serve. Book Taco has an amazing feature that gives kids an authentic reason for using technology, Book Talk videos. I'll share the details later on in the episode. Welcome back to Litcentric Radio, the podcast that's a literacy coach in your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Webb. So we've all started our school year, the 2020-2021 school year. Some of us have been going for a while now, some of us kind of just a week or two, but either way, I know that you've got assessment on your mind, just as if this was a regular school year. But you know, sadly, we know this isn't a regular school year. So Let's work together to think through new ways to reach students and understand what they know and what they can do. So I'm actually working on some new videos for you for how to conduct early literacy assessments and how to transfer that data into virtual guided reading lessons. They're totally doable. In the meantime, I encourage you to visit Litcentric's YouTube channel and locate the playlist called Running Records. There you'll find a set of brief videos to help you refresh your running record coding and help you get ready for assessments this year. And don't forget to hit subscribe when you're there so you'll get notified when my new videos upload really soon. I'm really excited about them. All right, in today's episode, we're going to take a look at comparing and contrasting with the text Hair Love and actually with the Oscar-winning animated short film of the same name. And the reason I love Hair Love is not only does it have an inclusive and celebratory theme that's so important to share with kids, but the book and film have some important differences that are really worth exploring with students. What I like to use it for is, is really, it's a great opportunity to practice comparing and contrasting with really meaningful content. And it's really interesting to compare and contrast two different genres. We've got film and we've got a narrative text. So there's kind of some different layers of meaning and opportunities in each of those that are great to explore. And there's also wonderful opportunities to practice making inferences with students. So let's take a look at today's text and the animated short, Hair Love. Now, Hair Love, the short, is mostly wordless. There's one little section that has um, a little bit of language, but the rest is um, just visual and, of course, kind of the music and, and movement and all those things that go along with it. And this is one of the reasons why you can make so many strong inferences is because there aren't any words to describe what's going on. So students really have to use their visual knowledge in order to make sense of it. Now in the film, the girl wakes up and she looks at her calendar, which shows that today is a really special day. She wants to get ready to do her hair and you know she takes off her hat and she's got this really massive um, you know, set of kinky, coily curls all over her head, this beautiful head of hair. And she's got to figure out how to tame it, right? And she actually wants to start with a website called Hair Love. So she gets her little tablet out and she takes a look and she goes through and chooses a style and it makes her remember when her mom would lovingly do her hair for her. 
So she tries to duplicate this, but she fails. And so her dad attempts it for her. But this is his first time doing her hair. They're used to mom doing it. And we don't know why yet, but mom's not around to do her hair. So her dad's going to give it a shot. And it turns out that the Hair Love website that the girl was looking at is her mom's website. It looks like a YouTube channel, actually. And the mom's encouraging words and love really help them to try again. And she does that just through the video. And with the hair successfully done, they go on their special outing that special day, which is visiting mom in the hospital cancer ward. Now the book doesn't share the same emotional depth or range as the film, which will be important to discuss with students. In the text, the dad tries several styles before they're successful, so it's a little bit different. And mom actually arrives home on her own, so they don't actually leave their home to go to the hospital. Mom just arrives, but there's a welcome home sign for mom. But it's not really clear, I don't think, for students where mom has been. So was she just on vacation? Was she on a work trip? You know, where, where is she coming from? It's not, as, as, it's not driven as home as much as it is in the film. So something really interesting to talk about. I actually, for that reason, recommend sharing the text first because it's not as clear and then going ahead and watching the video and having those conversations about how more in depth the video goes and maybe why that is and maybe the opportunities the video has to go deeper maybe than the text itself. There's different ways to talk about it and think through it. No right or wrong answers here, but again, there's so many differences and so many of them are really important differences that the comparing and contrasting will really kind of happen naturally for students. How much fun would it be for students to be so excited about the books they read that they can't wait to share them with their friends and family? With Book Taco, kids really will get that excited. That's because Book Taco offers a new feature for sharing about books. It's Book Talk Videos. With Book Talk Videos, students can record themselves describing, explaining, and sharing the book they read with their friends. I know so many of my students would work really hard making a video that they knew I would see, and even harder if they knew others would see it too. That's one of the best parts about Book Talk videos. Kids have a built-in audience that they're speaking to. Having a predetermined audience means that students have a chance to tailor their message and can get strategic about what they say and how they say it. Think about all the opinion and argument pieces our students write nowadays. Writing has always been a challenge for students, and the standards are so rigorous that it's harder than ever before. But if we can give students opportunities to practice persuasion in different ways, then they can build their skills using persuasive language, rhetorical devices, and practice the empathy needed to reach a real audience. Book talk videos are a great exercise to develop all of these skills and more. For my students, I would create a literacy center where they plan an outline for their book talk video and look it over with a partner who represents their audience. That way they can get real-time feedback during the development stage and make improvements before they go to film. Then I might create another literacy center where students watch three book talk videos from different classmates and explain which video is most persuasive and why. I would collect all their anonymous comments and share them with the whole class so we could discuss which strategies seem to be most effective and map out ways for everyone to try them out during their next BookTok video. Log on to booktaco.com to learn more about BookTok videos. There's even a sample video featuring a real student. That's booktaco.com.
So as I mentioned, reading the text first is going to be important, and we're going to use the six text-dependent questions that come along with the Litcentric Radio lesson that you can access at litcentric.com. It's a growing bundle of lessons. So since this is episode 53, we have 53 lessons in there available for you for one price. And so um, the text-dependent questions are always embedded in the lesson, as well as an example photo of what a real bridge chart can look like that I describe in the show. Also, there's the writing task uh, written exactly as it would be for students, as well as writing paper that you can just print and have students work on. So everything you need is in that one resource. For now, let's actually talk about what the bridge chart can look like. Now, in our last episode, number 52, we talked about the text Gaston, and we explored how repetition can show how ideas are alike or how they're different. So we're going to do something similar here, same and different or alike and different. You get to choose uh, how you want to refer to that. And uh, we're going to make another simple T-chart. It's actually a little bit more of a matrix, honestly, because the T-chart part of it is, you know, on the left-hand column, we're going to write same. The right-hand column, we're going to write different. And again, I like to use two different colors to show that. But along the left-hand side, this is where the matrix comes in. We've got another axis here. And we're going to be looking at different elements of the story, whether it's the actual text or the film, because both of them are narrative stories, right? And um, we're going to use different elements and actually talk about what was the same in both of those and then what was different. So for example, we have characters. That's one of the elements we're going to explore. So in both the text and the film, we have the little girl. Her name is Zuri, we find out in the book. So we have Zuri, dad, and mom. But then, and, and that's on the same side. But then on the different side, I added the cat. Because in the text, you see the cat, but it doesn't play much of a role. But in the film, the cat is really a quite lively character that the girl interacts with and gives her feedback. It doesn't talk, but it still has a pretty prominent role in helping shape the story. So on the same side, we put Zuri, Dad, and Mom, because those are the same in both texts and film. But on the different side, we're going to put Cat, because the cat's role is different. Here, uh, the setting is pretty simple. They both have um, home. That's mostly where the story takes place. But the way that they're different is that the film also includes a scene at the hospital. And as we know, the text doesn't even refer to the hospital specifically. So that's something that's pretty different. Um, the plot is a little bit different too. So what, how they're the same is that they try to do the girl's hair for the special day, right? That's really, you know, the basic events that are happening. But what's different about the movie is that the special day has really a great deal of meaning to it that isn't clearly conveyed in the text. And again, you know, we can talk about that with students, but that's something that I really want to make sure they understand and we put on our chart together. I also added a couple of things that really, they're not necessarily unique to narratives, but they certainly are an important aspect of these narratives. One of them is emotions. So I'd like to have students help me think through how would we describe the emotions that are expressed in both texts as well as what's expressed a little bit differently in the, in the film maybe. So in both the, uh, the book and the film, we see frustration, we see happiness, we see excitement. There's lots of other emotions that you could label in there and those are just examples. But what's different about the film is that we also see disappointment, resolve, longing and gratitude. And the themes in the text and, and film are slightly different as well. The way that they're the same 
is that there's the theme of love and commitment and family is really clear. But and what's different about the film is that it also includes the theme of loss, or at least it's driven home more clearly in the film. And um, not only is it the loss of having mom around, but even the loss of the mom's hair, because the mom's hair was also not only a source of pride for herself, but she remember she's the one who created those hair love videos and took a lot of um, love and care in doing her daughter's hair and showing other people how to do that too. And so it wasn't just the loss of her own hair, but that was also part of her identity that's lost. But also what's interesting is that if you watch the credits of the film, they show the passage of time and you see the mom's hair regrowing. So it's almost like she's bouncing back you know, in her health and regaining her, the identity she had before. So again, the film goes much um, kind of broader and deeper with some of these ideas, but both of them are really worth, uh, worth looking at on their own. And again, a great opportunity to compare and contrast. So that's our episode all about hair love this week. Now, I have a question for you. Have you left us a review on Apple Podcasts yet? Reviews are so important because they help teachers find the show, and I'd love to get more listeners. So those of you who kind of tune in, you return here every single week, I know you do, and I'm so grateful for you. So I ask that you give back to the show with a five-star rating and review. I would really appreciate it. And that's all for now. We will see you next time. Have a great day at school.